It's playoff football time, baby. Stadium Drive has reached week 11. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Story Rivals Podcast Network. Whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Will Ford here. Really appreciate you joining us, not only through the regular season, but now to playoff football. Um, and round one of the playoffs, uh, we're covering Division 5, Region 19, a matchup between two teams that we cover. Uh, we've got the West Muskingum Tornadoes and the Union Local Jets. West Muskingum, uh, MVL Small School Division Champion, for the first time since 2005, nine and one regular season record. Uh, they defeated the uh, reigning small school division champion, New Lexington Panthers, during the season. Uh, and Rashid Cisse, uh, unbelievable regular season, one for the record books, broke all sorts of records, but the MVL total touchdown record for a single season, 39 touchdowns. I'll repeat that again 3 9, 39 touchdowns. Uh, and he broke Drew Cannon's record from back in 2001. He played for the New Lexington Panthers. Uh, he had 36 touchdowns. So Rashid Tisse having an incredible season uh, and no signs of slowing down. And this West Muskingum offense gets him the ball in tons of different ways. He lines up as a receiver, a running back. He throws it sometimes. Uh, but he also uh, you know, plays extremely well defensively and has some interceptions uh, returned for a touchdown for touchdowns this season as well. West M is just on a roll, uh, and they have been ever since Nate Brownrigg took over this program a handful of years ago. Uh, and the Tornadoes, 9-1, and one, small school division champions in the Muskingum Valley League. Uh, when you look at Union Local, they're 6-4. and four. They've lost two out of their last three coming into this, but they lost to two really good teams, uh, St. C, St. Clairsville is 8-2, and two, and Barnesville back-to-back 10-0 seasons. Uh, undefeated regular seasons. Uh, the, the Shamrocks are really, really good football team. Lots of players, well coached. Uh, and for Union Local, the thing that's really interesting about them is that their quarterback, who's a sophomore, uh, he started week one because Isaiah Tomalonis uh, was injured preseason, and so he wasn't ready for week one. Tomalonis came back in, played up through the final drive of the fourth quarter in week six against Weir. Uh, broke his collarbone. Colby Carpenter steps in, uh, leads a game-winning drive, uh, just 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 hops in there, poised, composed, leads a game-winning drive. They defeat Weir 20-13, to and now he's been playing the rest of this regular season and playing really well. And uh, it just seems like a kid that's not too big, uh, like the moment's not too big for him. Uh, he's poised, composed, like I said, and uh, he just doesn't seem to get rattled. And, I mean, Union Local is a younger team in general. Their tailback, uh, running back Brody Perzanowski, is only a freshman, and he's eclipsed 1,000 yards rushing this year. He's really, really good. Uh, and then their best wide receiver, at least in my opinion, Dre Saunders, last week against Barnesville, 10 catches, a buck 40, and a touchdown. And he's been doing uh, – Colby Carpenter and him have had a connection over the, the back half of this regular season. Uh, so this is really this is a really exciting matchup. Uh, I I wonder what Union Local does defensively for Rashid Cisse because obviously you're not going to stop him. He's going to get his. But do you put two guys on him, uh, or uh, do do two guys just follow him around wherever he goes? Um, if he's lined up at receiver, do you have someone covering him man to man? Obviously, but then a safety over top. Uh, do you when he's lined up at, at running back? Do you you know, have two spies on him um, and basically just, I mean, like, and West Ham's got a ton of other good players too. I mean, that, let's not deny that, but like, are you just going to force 
someone else to beat you other than Rashid Cissé. I think it's really interesting how uh, head coach Bernie Thompson approaches this. We have interviews with Coach Thompson uh, and Coach Brownrigg to play for you here in a few minutes. But uh, Division Five, Region 19 playoffs, and the winner of this game. Obviously, anything can happen once you get to the playoffs, but likely would play the four seed um, Harvest Prep. Now, West Ham's a five seed, uh, and um, Union Local is a 12 seed, but... They could, we could potentially see a matchup in Week 12, the second round of the playoffs, where either Union Local or West End plays against the number four seed Harvest Prep. Um, so that would be um, very interesting. Uh, and I, I do think this is going to be a really competitive game just because I think Union Local, even though they've lost two out of their last three to close the regular season, they played some really tough teams that like, that I think West End would have some problems with. I mean, like... You know, Barnesville is is really, really good. Um, but let's talk to both of these coaches here, and we'll start with uh, Wes Muskingum, Nate Brownrigg, the host of this Division Five playoff game. Brownrigg talks about the incredible season that his football team's had, but also the season that Rashid Zizay has had and the joy to just coach a player like him. Um, and then preparing for this union local team that he has never played against and never had to prep for um, in seasons prior. So this is a new experience for him. He talks about that excitement of prepping for an entirely new team that you would never see in the regular season. Uh, and then we'll follow it up with head coach Bernie Thompson, um, who talks about how he's going to try to get in the way of Rashid Cisse and, and limit the amount of opportunities that he has to create big plays. Um, and also talks about the play of his young quarterback, Colby Carpenter, uh, and, and his offense. Um, that has dealt with some adversity, but um, played really well down the stretch. And uh, even though they lost two out of their last three, their offense just looks really, really good. Um, so Nate Brownrigg, then we'll follow it up um, with Bernie Thompson. But thanks so much for joining us here on the Storied Rivals Podcast Network. We're going to be live at West Muskingum High School uh at, on Friday around 5.45, 6 o'clock uh, to hype up this game and also talk about some other big playoff games um, that we'll be at around the area, uh, you know, in the Muskingum County area, um, some games that are that some MVL schools are involved in, and then a trip up to some Columbus area schools as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll cover all the action for you, but thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also follow us on Facebook and, and Instagram because um, we'll be live uh, Friday night. So uh, thanks so much for joining us. Here is head coach Nate Brownrigg and then Bernie Thompson on the Storied Rivals Podcast Network. All right, we're here with head coach Nate Brownrigg of the West Muskingum Tornadoes ahead of week 11, the first round of the playoffs, taking on the Union Local Jets, who are 6-4 and four this season. Uh, coach, I really appreciate your time joining our show today, um, but let's talk about your season because you were you won the MVL Small School Division Championship, first league title since 2005, 9-1 regular season. Uh, you beat the reigning small school champs, the New Lexington Panthers, during the season. Uh, you beat your alma mater, the Philo Electrics, uh, a season full of tons of emotion, tons of achievements. Um, but describe the the energy, the excitement of you and your guys having a 9-1 and season, winning the league title, um, and the overall the excitement of the community as well as you head into Week 11 and the first round of the playoffs. 
uh, it, it's been awesome. And uh, I did a couple interviews after the game on Friday to talk about like what it, what it feels like. And uh, to be honest, it's not something that I've really let myself enjoy just yet. Um, I think, and I, and I think the players are kind of, you know, into that as well, that we still have some, some business to do and kind of when, when things wrap up, we'll, we'll sit down and really reflect on, on the accomplishments. Uh, but there's no doubt it's been, it's been an awesome year. Um, you know, there's a lot of kind of validation into to what we talked about, you know, going all the way back to the summer and even into the spring. Uh, you know, I'm, it's not really my style to, to talk about championships right out of the gate. Now we want to, uh, you know, we've hopefully put ourselves in a position to kind of, uh, you know, have a standard of being competitive and competing, you know, at a high level. Uh, but, you know, the championship being the, the end game goal is not necessarily always something we talk about right from the get go. And um, that's something that we, we did this year. Uh, the kids really bought into that, really, you know, really worked for that. Uh, this senior class, you know, being being our first group of seniors since uh, you know they came in as freshmen when, when we got here uh, to start building the program. And, uh, you know, they've, they've really worked hard for the last four years, took lumps for a couple of years and, um, you know, really put us in position to, to be where we are now. It's a special group. Uh, now, Rashid Cisse had just about as unbelievable year as anyone we've seen in this league in a really long time. 39 total touchdowns, a new MVL record, which was set back in 2001 by Drew Cannon, who played for New Lex. 36 touchdowns scored by him. I mean, what's it been like to coach a player like Rashid Cisse? Because, I mean, he just does just about everything for you. He runs between the tackles. You can line him up out wide at wide receiver. He even throws a couple passes for you sometimes, throws some touchdowns. Like, wh What's it like to coach a player uh, of his caliber? Because we haven't really seen someone like him in this league in a really long time. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, on top of all that, obviously as a coach, as a play caller, you know, having an athlete like that that can be, you know, used in multiple spots is is very is very fun. You know, it's, it's fun to game plan uh, to figure out different ways to get him involved, to get him the football. Um, but on top of all that, he's he's a great person. He's a great young man, uh, very very mature for his age. Uh, he and I have 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 conversations about you know a lot of serious stuff all the time. You know, for a long time, uh, he's he's very unselfish. Uh, you know, I think when you listen to him speak. He speaks very highly of his teammates, especially the offensive linemen. And um, you know, so he understands that, you know, as good as he is, uh, he would not be in the position he's at or he's in without without those guys in front of him um, and really all the guys around him as well. It's, it's been it's been great to have other guys step up to you know, take some pressure off of him a little bit. You know, other guys that can make plays like Jake and Carter and, and Connor and some of those other guys uh, that, that we get involved. Um, so, you know, he, he deserves everything he's gotten this year. Um, as far as like the, the, the numbers go, I, the, they're incredible numbers. And, um, you know, that's not necessarily by, it's not like we sat out this season, we, we, you know, him himself or, or us as coaches were like, hey, let's see if we can get Rashid to, to break some records this year. Um, but it just kind of played out that way. And uh, again, he deserves all of it. Uh, you know, looking back, and I've been around the league for a long time, I actually played against Drew Cannon. He was a little bit younger than me, but uh, you know, was, was a great player, also a great, a great person, you know, um, you know, politician down in Perry County now has helped out on the new Lex staff, you know, a few times over the years. Um, and so, but numbers wise, I don't know if there has been, you know, anyone like him uh, in, the, in the entire history of the league uh, and really to do it on both sides of the ball, not just offensively. Obviously, he's a very dynamic offensive player, um, but I thought it was really fitting that last Friday, you know, he the, the touchdown that broke the league record, uh, his 37th was a was a pick six. Um, and I think this kind of shows his versatility, his 
um, you know, overall athleticism and just what kind of a really good football player he is. Now, this Week 11 matchup, you've got the Union Local Jets, 6-4 and four regular season. They've got a quarterback starting, though, who's a sophomore. who He played the first game of the year because their, their current quarterback was injured. Uh, then he sat the bench, and then their starting quarterback got injured again in Week 6 and broke his collarbone, and he comes right off the bench win, uh, and leads a game-winning drive against Weir, and they win 20-13. to 13. Um, It just seems like the, the moment is never too big for this kid, Colby Carpenter. I mean, describe the challenge of preparing for a young quarterback who just seems to be so poised, the moment's not too big, um, and he's playing like a senior instead of a sophomore. Yeah, it's um, you know, the, one of the most exciting things about playoff football for me is um, you know coming up against new opponents and uh, you know preparing for teams that you're not really used to. Um, I've never played you know Union Local before. We've never played Union Local before, so it's been really it's been really cool to you know sit down and really break down a, a new team. I don't know their coaching staff um, at all either. Um, but you can tell right away that you know really all of them, not just the the young guy and the quarterback, but their 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 uh, tailback is a freshman. Um, so they have some young guys playing playing big spots and big moments. And you know you can tell that that it must be a reflection to me. That's a reflection of their coaching staff having confidence in them. Um, you know, kind of kind of having that you know even keel approach as well because you don't see them getting too high or too low. Um, in the films that we have, so it's it's definitely a, a, a challenge. Not just because he's a he's a young guy and 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 is experiencing su some success early, um, but just because it's all it's all brand new. Um, you know, the, the, their players are brand new, their schemes are brand new, their coaches are brand new. Um, so that that adds a, an element to the playoffs that that I personally you know really enjoy, and I think um, our kids are starting to enjoy as well. Well, Coach, we're looking forward to watching the game this Friday. You, your team has had an incredible season, 9-1 and one league champs for the first time since 2005. Rashid Cisse breaking all sorts of records and breaking the MVL all uh, total touchdown record. Just an unbelievable season for you and your guys. But I really appreciate you joining our show today. Um, best of luck um, this Friday against the Jets, but also uh, you know make another deep playoff run, man. And best of luck the rest of the way. And thanks so much for the time today. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And uh, our focus right now is just one day at a time, one week at a time and uh, enjoying this time together. All right, we're here with head coach uh, Bernie Thompson of the Union Local Jets ahead of week 11. It's playoff time, man. So super exciting. First of all, congrats on making it to the dance because obviously that's the goal every year for every team. Obviously, you want to win every game, but kind of by any means necessary, however you get to the playoffs, you get to the playoffs. So first of all, congrats on that. And thanks so much for joining our show today. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, Will. Um, so six and four regular season, but two of the last three games that you played this year, you uh, you lost to an eight and two St. Clairsville team, and then ten and zero Barnesville, two really really good teams, and kind of a measuring stick for your program. But how do you think those two games against those really tough opponents prepped you for Week Eleven and this playoff run that you're about to embark on? Yeah, you know what? I mean, first and foremost, I think I'd put our schedule up with anybody. Uh, we have a tough schedule, um, week in and week out. I mean, no easy games. Um, you know, our first loss against Harrison Central, I think they went, ended up 8-2. and two. Beaver Local is a tough team. And then obviously ending with a gauntlet, uh, St. C. Belair and our rivals, uh, it's not easy. So, and we knew that. Uh, and, and something that we struggled with uh, the past few years was just finishing in the second half of the year. Um, and, and really the second half, we had a winning schedule for the first time in many years. So I think it's just uh, a compliment to our coaches, to our kids for battling uh, and just being mentally and physically ready for that gauntlet those last three games. 
teams. But uh, you know, St. Clair's Hill, they're they're just uh, they're they're an unbelievable program. So I had to go in there, um, learned a lot of lessons during that game, and then week ten against our rivals, man, they're they're ten and zero team, second year in a row they went ten and zero. I mean, like they're they're tough, they're legit, well coached, ton ton of players. So um, you know. I'm proud of how our kids handled this year uh, to finish six and four with our type of schedule uh, was not easy. So um, really, we've been battle tested. Uh, you know, we've played in a lot of close games this year. Um, so I think that's really going to be beneficial heading into heading into playoff round one. Uh, another storyline to your team this year and kind of adds to, I guess, the adversity that you face. Like you lost your quarterback, Isaiah Tomalonis, in the middle of the season, like week five or six. Uh, and then your sophomore quarterback, Colby Carpenter, steps in against Weir and leads a, a game-winning drive, just steps onto the field, makes it look easy, and uh, and wins the game for your team. And now he's been playing ever since. Uh, but what do you? how do you evaluate just the way that he stepped in and just – competed for you uh, through the second half of the regular season, set you up in a really good position. And then obviously now you're in the playoffs, but how do you evaluate just the way that he's stepped in as such a young kid to play in some big moments, win you football games and just play really well? Sure. Yeah. I, I, Colby's a tough kid. You know, he's a great kid. Um, you know, really he stepped in week one for us. Uh, Isaiah was, um, got hurt, um, you know, prior to week one. So we came into, you know, the first game of the season with the sophomore quarterback, really didn't know much about Colby. So kind of rolled the dice with him. He came out, had a tremendous second half, led us to victory week one. So he gained a ton of respect. Um, in the locker room that week. And then Isaiah came back, and Isaiah is a phenomenal athlete, um, led us to some huge wins, uh, and then unfortunately went out that game, uh, broke his collarbone. It was devastating for us to see our leader go out. Uh, and then Colby stepped right in, you know, that fourth quarter, that last drive of the game, led us to a touchdown, uh, just calm, cool, collected. And then again, right there, you know, we knew he, he was very capable. Um, and then for him as a sophomore to step in and, and have to play these last three games against those three you know, opponents was not an easy task. Um, but, uh, you know, he's handled himself very, very well. He, um, you know, he's just, he's one of those kids, he's, he's mature beyond his age. You know, he's not rattled, which I'm, you know, very rare to see a, you know, 15 year old, 16 year old kid step in and that's that type of environment and not be rattled. And he really wasn't. Um, so, you know, we have a ton of confidence in him, you know, heading into this playoff game, you know, with him leading us, we're not worried at all. I think we're kind of one of those teams where, you know, we're young enough, what you don't know, you don't know, and we don't care. And we're going to go and we're going to sling it around with Colby and, you know, he's going to lead us. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, we really we're young in the backfield because if you look to your right, our running back, he's a freshman too. So, um, you know, you know but, but just proud of the way that Colby's handled himself, not only, you know, playing, you know, in the games, but just how he's prepared, you know, the mental aspect of everything and just being the leader that he is. Now, your week 11 test is West Muskingum. They're the MVL uh, small school division champions. And I, I want to know how, I guess, how you're going to prepare for a guy like Rashid Cisse, who scored 39 touchdowns this year and broke the MVL record. And it's a record that stood for over 20 years. You're not obviously not going to stop him. I mean, he does what he does. But how do you game plan for a guy that just has such game breaking speed they line him up at receiver running back he even throws the ball occasionally too so he's really a guy that you have to account for in so many different ways how do you go about prepping for what west muskingum does offensively getting him the football in whatever ways that they do um just to give your your team a chance to compete with a high scoring offense like west muskingum has 
Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I knew nothing about this young man until I watched him on film. And then I knew really fast, like, you know, he's, he's the real deal. Um, just a phenomenal athlete, um, you know, runs the ball extremely well, <clears throat> excuse me, hard nose, elite speed, right? And they line him up in the slot, they'll put him backside, he'll throw a touchdown. Like, yeah, I mean, he's going to be really tough to defend. I think we have to do a good job of A, always, you know, recognizing where is he, right? Because I think sometimes he'll take you to the ball. Um, so just understanding where he's at, understanding what they're trying to do. I mean, we try to break down film this weekend. Um, he's a phenomenal athlete. And like you said, he's going to get his. I mean, you don't stop a player like that. You can only try to limit them. So I think what we're going to try to do is limit him the best we can. Uh, the quarterback's a tremendous athlete as well. He likes to use his legs and he can sling it around too. They got some athletes on the outside. Um, so we're going to have our hands full. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a playoff game. You know, they're going to be good. They're playing at home and they have a phenomenal athlete on their side. So we're just going to have to do our, our best of, you know, not giving them anything, right? You know, we're going to do our best to probably kick away from him, right? To, to gang tackle, to uh, not turn the ball over. All those little things add up in a big game like this. So uh, we'll just try to do our part and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. Well, Coach, we're really looking forward to watching the game uh, this Friday. Best of luck uh, in Week 11. Go get a win, make a deep playoff run. And um, and you guys, uh, sophomore quarterback, you guys seem to be pretty dangerous with that sophomore quarterback leading the way. And, I, and I'm really excited to, to see what you guys do in the playoffs. But thanks so much for your time today. Hey, thanks for having me, man. The Jets are excited to be in the playoffs. And uh, you know what I told my boys is when I'm filling out a March Madness bracket, 12 and 5, I'm always circling that because, you know, somebody's going down. So why not us? So we're excited just to be a part of it. And thanks for having me, Will.